information to help you run your business better and improve your marketing campaigns. My name is Hank Hoffmeyer, and thank you for joining me on Hank's Marketing and Business Tips. Welcome to episode 286 of the HMBT podcast. Today, I'm joined by Chloe Love, Renaissance woman and success coach. She helps ambitious entrepreneurs launch or scale their business to six to seven figures. What I love about Chloe is she's a simple woman and she gave me a simple intro, but I know she has a lot of great information to share today. So welcome Chloe to my show. And I hope we have some great conversations around starting or growing a business. Yes. Thank you for having me. We were talking before we turned the microphones on about how there's so many layoffs, especially in the tech industry, which in the past has sparked people to start businesses or maybe increase what they're doing with their side hustles. And I think it's a great opportunity for you and I to talk about, okay, I want to do more, do better in my life, whether it's starting a business or growing my business because I already have one. How do I succeed? You do this for a living uh, and you have a lot of energy and passion. I love how your website's laid out. Make sure you go to our website. I'll drop a link in the show notes, but let's just dive right in. In your opinion, not in general, but like right now, 2024, we're in February, day after Valentine's Day. All right. You just got done binging on chocolate. What do we need to do to succeed? <sighs> what do we need to do to succeed? Well, first, I always tell people we have to get our mindset together. And I know people are tired of hearing that, but perspective is a hell of a thing, if I can say that on this show. Understanding and being able to process what's happening around you, like noticing those trends, right? AI is coming in and doing some things. Automations are coming in and doing some things. So be prepared so you don't have to get prepared. Start to learn these things, start to integrate these things in how you work, because those are the people who are, one, going to get laid off last, but two, can now make a business of this and help those who don't how to. So aligning with authentic trends that are happening that you're good at, that you need to implement is one of the best ways. But also telling your story is something that people undervalue, including myself. I have undervalued it for a long time, but your story isn't for you. It's for someone who needs it. That's actually one of my commandments in my upcoming book. Uh, I had the opportunity to speak to you for a little bit before this off a of camera and just your story pulled me in. So it took me from being someone who listened to a few episodes to becoming a fan. That's what really draws people in for success when they can feel that connection with you and they can feel like kind of see themselves through you. So being able to tell your brand story is something that is going to not just get you some likes and some follows, but the occult following of people who align with not just what you have to offer, but who you are and how they see themselves through how they can be guided through you. Also the transformation points, right? What is the point that got you from A to B? I was working in tech for a long time and I made great money and I love my job, but layoffs are coming. And it was at that moment I realized that I don't want to be left outside in the cold trying to figure things out from here. Or I don't want to be that guy who I have to just take what they're giving to me because pickings are slim. So it was that moment that I evolved and XYZ happens, right? So you want to 
connect with people and be transparent, not just about the triumphs. So many people are just out here talking about all the wins, but you want to talk about those transformational moments and the hard lessons and challenges. That's going to allow people to realize, hey, it worked out for him. It worked out for her. It can work out for me as well. And I, I know that it worked out for them so they can guide me there. And that that's across the board, no matter what industry you're in. Those main tools, being aware of trends and implementing your brand story and that transitional point of what brought you from A to Z and how you can bring them from A to Z, that will help you connect with your market so much faster. And that will bring the right people to you so that your sales, your ROIs would be so much higher because they already know who you are, what you have to, to offer them and how you're going to do this for them and if they like you or not. So I feel like that's the best advice when it comes to creating your business. Always, always aim for impact and integrity as well. Like that's my main thing too. I'm over here feverishly taking notes and I normally don't do that in a lot of my episodes because I like to have that eye contact, but yes. people probably, and you probably saw me like looking away and writing because you dropped so many knowledge bombs right there and Thank we need you. to hit rewind and unpack some of these. The yes. first one you said, and, and I wrote down was mindset. And um, yes. I know a lot of people that talk about that, but very rarely do people fully know what that means. Number one, and practice it daily. In other words, I know what that means. And I know I need to have a positive mindset, yes. but there was a time in a recent past and talking about stories, right? A mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, time in a recent past where I wake up and be like, do I have to work today? Do I have to yeah. do this? Am I going to get through the day? Yes. I caught myself after two or three days of that happening in the morning because I'm tired. Yeah. And I said, I'm going to have an awesome day and I'm going to do X, Y, Z or something else. I shifted my mindset and yes. that set the stage for the day. You know, positive yeah. attitude, energy, where those couple of days where I had that negative connotation, yes. I was dragging through the day. I was binge eating and doing all the things that were not good. And I yeah. probably was not as productive. Yeah. I mean, it's okay to feel down, have bad days. And you know, there's always people that say you can be angry, but be angry for five minutes, right? Yes. Don't With everything, that. containerize it and just make sure that you find the bright spots and everything. Because obviously there's somebody listening that's just going to say, well, I got laid off from my job. I got, you know, so-and-so has got health issues. Even if it's fluffy, their dog, you know, it's costing them money yeah. and time, et cetera. And, you know, a lot of emotional going on that happens to everybody, but just always find the bright spots in your day, your week, your month or whatever, because the more you stay positive and have that mindset of yeah. being successful, you will attract success. Like you said, you know, stay ready so you don't have to get ready that it, i think that's what it comes down to is the mindset this way you're ready for anything and you don't have to be taken aback and say oh my god what am i going to do about that um but anything to add to that yes i did love that you said that so there's two things well one i actually created a journal that i can um share the link with for that specific thing um and it's called uh the gratitude journal do i have a copy here to cultivate uh, a positive attitude so I should have had it to hold up, but the little things. So in my journal, watching my son smile, people think of just monetary things sometimes. So they, they're like, what can I pull from? I lost my job. Well, how about I have all my teeth, right? I love my smile. It's the little things that we're not focusing on that the journal focuses on. That's just past uh, monetary wins. You can put that in there. There's a spot for prayers that you can use to help cultivate. There's a spot for quotes and affirmation. 
I'm a believer of all things, not one versus the other. So I created a space, a journal for that, that helps people cultivate those things. And when I tell you this has worked for me and people who, who have bought my journal, it's not a shameless plug. I created it because of the need. Um, I couldn't find anything that brought everything together. Uh, people who do prayer journals are so anti-affirmations and anti-the universe and then vice versa. So I couldn't find anything that brought together the way I showed up for myself. So I created it and it, it was it did really well for other people. But the second thing that I want to address is that also listening to where those feelings are coming from, right? That's the mindset. What's the juxtaposition to that? I don't want to get up anymore. I don't want to go through this job, but I love it. It's something that I love to do and I make great money. So is that me saying, well, maybe it's time for me to do this for myself? Mm -hmm. So mindset, I always teach is it's more than just positive thoughts, but it's a, a big part of it is perspective, problem solving and strategy. And that's how you evolve into a CEO mindset that can now take you to maybe where your body or your mind or your, your soul is crying for you to go. So I love that you use what you, I always say, use what you have to do to, to get to where you have to go. So yeah. you still have that great job. You still love what you do. But now how do we take that now for something that you own and have more flexibility on your time? If I need a day off today, it's not going to kill me. It's not going to hurt my bottom line. You know, I need to start my own business where I have more flexibility. So sometimes it's listening to where those things are coming from and creating a strategy on how to address those as well but still utilizing those other things while you're building that bridge. So I love that you said that. Well, great minds think alike. I, I was years ago, I was looking for the perfect journal, a journal page, and I couldn't <laughs> find one. And I found different ones that had different things I liked. I made mm -hmm. my own as well. And I'm yes. going to look at yours and maybe I'll add yours yes. or just use yours. Vice versa, versa. we'll yeah. use each other's. Absolutely. I look at top three, three wins from the day before, three things I'm grateful for, an yes. affirmation sentence. I'm trying to remember this from, from memory because I figure yes. out almost every day. I try to. Top uh -huh. five things I need to do. Yes. And then uh, at the bottom, I have little uh, water glasses and I check off like how many glasses of water did I have because I want to oh, I love water. that. The wellness <laughs> uh, aspect of it. Yes, because that plays a key role in how your brain is able to function. So that's a good one. <laughs> so we talked about mindset. We talked about a little bit about, you know, being ready so you don't have to get ready there then there's the transformation through stories and you'll see online on social media with videos a lot of what resonates with people's where people can align with others whether yes. it's going through a same type of challenge pain or even success or wanting to be successful rather than me saying here's the top three ways you could become rich and just yes just just say them if i can tell you in a story fashion it's going to resonate more get more engagement and you'll be more successful well, let me ask you this, Chloe. Okay. Um, I'm a entrepreneur. I want to get started and I want to have a business and maybe I just bought my domain and I threw up a, a website on Wix, right? A little uh -huh. whatever template and put my content on there and I want to start creating content, but I, I, I don't have any stories, right? Chloe, I, what do I do? How do I get started? Everybody has stories. You're just not seeing it as that. Everybody has even, even helping people through coaching. When I ask people, well, what do you do? They're like, well, I don't know. Then you start asking, well, what kind of advice do people ask you for? What have you helped people through? What are some of the things you've overcome? Um, and as I, as you dig deep, they, they're like, wow, there's so much stuff. You've lived here for years on earth. Earth is a challenging place. Trust me. <laughs> Even if you've had the best life possible, there's some things you had to overcome. 
And one of the things uh, one of the women that I spoke to had to overcome or felt that she had to overcome was that she had such a good life and she didn't think she had that story. That's a that's a challenge. That's a challenge. Feeling like that you can't connect to people because you don't have that trauma, trauma bonding. That's a conversation. So there's some everybody has something to talk about. You just don't know how to cultivate it. There's right. not one person on earth who doesn't have a story. It's it's what it's what your journey is. I think people will hesitate because they feel like their story is not good enough. Like, and you mentioned that you alluded to that, like maybe, Oh, I came from nothing. I grew up in a poor town with poor parents and now I'm starting to become successful. They think that that is a great story, yes. but maybe you came from parents that had a lot of money, but you're trying to go out on your own. Yes. Maybe their, their parents are not really helping you. Therefore you have to learn. How do I get a loan? How do I do this? Exactly. That's a story right there. Absolutely. If you tell people and you're honest with them, I came from money and I'm starting my business. And I want to do it right. I don't want to take my parents' money or the success they had. I want to build my own. That's a story in itself. Absolutely. And you'll mirror the market. So guess what you'll attract? A bunch of people who come from money, but they don't come from structure. So they're still trying to make a name for themselves independently outside of what their parents build. Maybe it's a whole different industry. So you will mirror the market and people like that will come and say, you're doing this. This is what I want to do. And those stories are actually really good because it helps you niche. You can really speak to, to, to directly to the type of people that you want to help, not just with the type of thing that you help with. So the more specific is actually the better. You know, everyone has that story. I love that example because we always hear the from, you know, I slept in my car and all those things. And that doesn't take away from those people's stories, but it doesn't mean that that has to be your story for it to be impactful and for you to be successful. So yeah, your story is your story. All right. We'll use all that to get to seven figures, hopefully. So Chloe, Absolutely. great question for you. How do you go from five figures to seven figures and how long would it take me? So the next part that I utilize in my highest membership of um, coaching is I, I utilize a system called Cosmic Capital. I do use astrology and human design and numerology from mm -hmm. the business, from your birthday, with what aligns in your chart, with what your destiny can, how, dates, times, everything. So that has worked for me. I didn't start using it for people until people started asking me about it because I didn't under I didn't know if there was a place in it for business. But when people kept asking me and I kept uh, explaining it, they're like, can you tell me more? Can you help me with this? And they've seen quite really fast, you know, once the other things are in place, place how this is that extra tool to help you quantum leap. So I'd have to really look at your birthday chart and everything because <laughs> for you, you have um, a great story that I heard that I loved. Um, you're, you have amazing energy, so it's infectious. You have discipline, you're on your 280 something episode. So those characteristic traits that I can also pick up from you, I know once it's structured and distributed that you will quantum leap fast. So I, I'm sure you have maybe some uh, Libra placements because Libra's, people seem to like love things about them. And when I say placements, people only know their zodiac sign, but there are more than 12 different signs that make us up in our natal chart. So I would I'm a Capricorn, by the way. And and are you aging backwards? <laughs> <laughs> because Capricorns are known to age backwards. Are you aging backwards? <laughs> I love that. I hope I am. I don't feel like it. But <laughs> Yeah. Capricorns are always looking known and they're hard workers, very organ, just, just, 
the 200 and something episode organization, um, teaching lessons. Saturn is the planet of um, organization, but also the planet of limitations and lessons. So the reason why you're teaching these lessons and you love it is because you're getting that exhaustion from Saturn. It makes sense. It definitely mm -hmm. makes sense. But now it's time to monetize the way that you need to. <laughs> <laughs> but in regards to the average person, let's take that question. Somebody that may be stuck in a job making 30, 50, 60, 70,000 dollars a year working for, you know, a corporation, they want to go on their own. What is like realistic expectations of if they quit their job and started a business or if they were going to use a side hustle to start growing that? What is realistic expectations of success? Uh, what are some challenges and barriers than you know, timelines? In other words, can I make six figures in my second year, third year, fifth year? If I do a lot of the right things, if I have the right mindset, I have some good yeah. stories, um, you know, I'm able to get what I need, capital, product, services, or yeah. whatever. Like, and I know it's a general question and it's hard to answer in a way, but I want to inspire people because it's people that don't get started that will never see success. Like that quote, you know, you miss hundred yeah. percent of the shots you never take. Absolutely. Um, the reality with the way the internet is and the way that uh, you're able to cross a line with bigger brands and make offers on how they can benefit from what you have to bring to their platforms and, and get in front of their and make money. Two to three years, if you're still doing this and you haven't made um, money in two to three years, something is wrong there is opportunity to make six figures in your first year. That's literally less than $10,000 a month. If you're service-based, there's so much opportunity because you dictate your prices. If you have a package that's $2,500 and let's say it's a 30-day transformation package that comes with XYZ, you literally need four people to believe in it a month, right? Or less. You yeah. need four people or less. Um, the way you distribute your expertise will dictate how fast and how much money you can make. If you stick on one thing, right? Where you're just like, oh, I'm only gonna do coaching and you don't have courses and you don't have a book and you're not bringing in speaker money and you're not you know, monetizing on, let's say a podcast or things like that. There's so many ways to bring in different streams to make that 2000 here, that 2,500 here to get to that $10,000 a month, but you have to activate them affiliate links, things that you speak about naturally. And here, drop the link. I'm giving information for free, but now it's coming back to sales. You have to monetize your brand in a way where the one thing is bringing back six and seven uh, streams of income organically without it being uh, uh, strenuous to you. Because I also, I'm not about the burnout. I did that for years. Um, I talk about that. I do not promote it. I don't coach anyone to overwork themselves. It's just working smarter and more effectively on how you're distributing your expertise. Right. If it's products, same thing. Yeah. I mean, and also don't be afraid to fail fast and pivot and take what Absolutely. you've learned because, you know, people learn from their mistakes. Uh, maybe I'm an artist and I want to start selling, you know, custom t-shirts on Amazon. Of course you could do that. But then there's the the issue of, you know, it's saturated. There's a lot of other people doing that. And I hear people are stealing designs from other people and yes. selling out in their Amazon store. Maybe something happens and you just can't figure it out and you're not making $100,000 your first year. You're losing money. Maybe mm -hmm. you turn around and say, you know what, for now, I'm going to go to Fiverr, put my uh, mm -hmm. gigs up there to create graphics for people, logos, whatever. Yeah. And then I'm going to turn that into a design company over time. And Exactly. And 
or someone's going to want to know what you know. You turn it into a coaching program. You turn it into a signature package that you can sell. How to do this. You've done the due diligence. What what um, drop shipping companies should I use? Um, what, you know, what are the best places for design and prints and like all those things, all your knowledge is valuable to someone who hasn't gotten there yet. So mm -hmm. there's, it's also just thinking outside of the box on, like you said, maybe I go to Fiverr and now I start a design business. Maybe I package it and I start a little, uh, coaching company. It doesn't have to be one-on-one -on -one coaching, but you're coaching in the sense of you're creating, uh, eBooks and you're creating, uh, courses in that way. And if you choose, if you want me to consult on your company, now we're talking higher ticketed offers while still selling your t-shirts. So the, it, you just have to know how to have expansive thinking where it all still comes back to that bottom line, but it all still fits together under the same uh, brand uh, goals. Speaking about courses, um, years ago, they became very popular and everybody wanted to go and learn and they were happy to take their wallet out and say, shut up, take my money. I want to learn something. Where now I think there's a lot of bad apples that are spoiling the bunch. They're yes. slapping together content with say chat GPT, yeah. throwing it up there, saying they're an expert charging, let's just make up a number $400. And mm -hmm. all of a sudden you see online reviews about those courses that are just horrible, but they made enough money. They don't care. Yeah. How would I, if I, I was starting, um, a course or wanted to have a line of courses, what are some things that I need to do to make sure I set myself apart from everyone that's out there to see of sameness, as well as just making sure that I am successful in running that course? One of the things that it comes back to your brand story, your brand story will dictate how you even structure your course. When the people hear the content, they will know if someone else wrote it or if this is what we, what's been aligning with on your platform. My audience knows how I speak. My audience knows a lot about me. So when I give an example or I teach something, I give an example in real life as well on how you can translate it to yours. When people know you, they know if that's your story or not. They know if this makes sense or not. So they'll know if it's put together. Also, the way that you're able to, your perspective is yours and yours alone. So if you're just reading something that are definitions, people are going to know that, but they're paying for your philosophy on this. They're paying for your perspective on this. So always give original insight on everything that you, you put out. And I always tell everyone, please do not teach something you didn't experience, whether you experienced it yourself or you've experienced it through helping someone, please do not read a manual and think you're an expert. Please stop going for these certifications and showing up and thinking that because you got this certificate that makes you equipped to now distribute it. If you didn't experience it, if you do not have experience in it, leave it alone. It's not for you to now coach people through because you don't have the life or brand experience to now navigate and guide someone through it. You're just giving textbook one-on-one stuff and that's not what people are paying for. Right. If you don't want to be that kind of coach, don't, don't do that. That's the make, don't do that. It's like you said, be ready so you don't have to get ready. Maybe somebody yeah. will take your course and you use chat GPT or whatever to write something that you don't know about, but then they want to hire exactly. you for $800 an hour. And they bring up a question <laughs> on a topic you don't know about, you're going to hurt exactly. your brand. <laughs> exactly. And if you and if you do that, if you do use the AI and stuff to now as an assistant to give ideas and do research and you think that this is good then ask a beta group, ask three or four people, hey, can you go through this with me? I think this is a great idea. These, there's some methods, methods that I wanna implement, but I don't have any experience to do case studies in real time. 
can you do this with me? You tell people, I just came up with this program. I haven't used it yet. You'd be beta. Um, maybe you give me a thousand dollars. If this works out, my program's going to five thousand dollars because I have these three case studies. But you come in really low, and you you're, you be be um authentic and be 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 um be real. Tell people that this is I'm trying this for the first time. You're my test group. Right. That's why I'm giving you such a low price at it. And if it gives the outcome that you want, now you have testimony, and now you have actual experience in it that you can now come in and say I can distribute this on a higher level. I had a fellow speaker reach out to me and I was asked to be a beta tester for her course that she was launching at that time, how to create your killer keynote, which was actually really good. You know, I had very minimal feedback around a couple of things and it was implemented and you know, it's probably doing well to this day. And uh, yeah, it was great to be part of that. Uh, I got the course for free. I learned yeah. some things from it and I could tell she was the expert. It was in her voice, as you would yeah. say. And yeah, uh, yeah that's, you know, don't be afraid to ask people for advice. Never ask your family though, because they're going to tell you what you want to hear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those who love you, they're going to be like, you're doing great. Meanwhile, you need a tons of help and feedback. So you reach out to your audience, reach out to, to people who Hey, I'm doing this beta group. Um, if you want to do it free, do it free. If you want to do it for really low, do it for low. I'm taking five people. I'm taking three people and test it out, right? That's the only way you know. You test it out, but don't go huge to market with it if you haven't done that part at least yet. All right. Here's one I probably have never used or maybe very seldomly used. Chloe, what do I need to ask you that I haven't asked you? Wow. <laughs> That's a question that I, I haven't had either. Um, I guess uh, what the next steps are for how I plan to impact um, the masses. So I think that would be the question that I, uh, or the answer I'd like to give the people on how they can participate, if you will. Okay. So uh, I, part of my brand story, I just closed my brick and mortar last March, Chloe's Corner. And uh, Chloe's Corner was a place, it was uh, the home for uh, Mayor Bloomberg for his presidential elect in New York City. That was the, the main part from it. We had amazing production companies shoot uh, from stars to uh, FX. So it was, it was a place that everyone knew. We had great uh, events for entrepreneurs. People came there to thrive. It was a co-working space. And that's how I thought I was going to be able to give impact. I'm from Brooklyn. I'm a Brooklynite. It's by the Barclays Center. Couldn't get more Brooklyn than that. But I had to close that space. And when I closed it, I was not emotionally okay. I, I was like, I love this space. I poured so much into it. I was going to do such great things there. But today, understanding how much I had to pour into that space versus pour into the masses and understanding the difference of impact that I'm going to be able to create has completely helped me pivot and shift to doing virtual events and in-person events where I can talk to anyone from anywhere and give them the brand message, the coaching and, and what they need. And I can do it in such bigger numbers now and create the impact that I was born to, 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 to um, do. And I'm so excited about it because when you're in it and, and that's for anyone, if you lost a job, if you're closing the business, sometimes when you're in it, you think that these things are happening to you, but they're happening for you. And they're mm -hmm. happening for whatever it is that you put out and it just doesn't fit anymore. And when we are, when we allow ourselves to open up our mind to the possibilities of what's next or the why or how this is going to help, what the bigger picture is, 
it's so much easier to pivot and move into your intention and 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 your purpose um, that much easier. And that's where I'm at now. And I'm, I'm so excited and stoked about it. I have uh, masterclasses, free masterclasses that I'm going to be curating monthly, weekly, biweekly. So you'll have to follow me to know when they're coming out. Uh, I'm going to be having in-person events, a, a bunch of online events, and I'm just really excited to share the plethora of things in my head and organize in an organized way and help people step into their passion and become more impactful and really forge the next line of leaders in, in their brands and in their industries. I love how you are taking your own or the advice that we have spoken about today, where you saw something, you had a positive mindset about it. You had to make a pivot so that you can make a better impact, not that you didn't want to keep doing something because you knew it can succeed, but you thought about it heavily, probably, about how you can make a better and, and more impact in the community, more in the world, wherever. Yeah. And that's just awesome because a lot of people don't, they don't have the ability to have that vision, right? They, yeah. they need, they, they get stuck in a day in and day out and habits, yeah. right? We're creatures of habit. Absolutely. But we're also humans are also people that are also willing to help. And that's you, you're willing to help others, right? It's like, if I was to ask you, Chloe, can you help me with something? Obviously your answer is going to be yes. Yeah. Very seldom do people say no, or what, what do I need to do or whatever? A lot mm -hmm. of times people will say, sure, how can I help? Yes. And I think starting with helping yourself to be able to help others. It's like, <laughs> I'm just, just thought of this, you know, you're on an airplane. What are you supposed to do if the oxygen mask falls, right? Put yours on first, first. So you can help others. And that's what you're doing. And that's what everybody should be doing is help themselves become successful so that they can help whoever is in their audience or their customers become successful. And I think we kind of just came full circle. Yes. I want to give you an opportunity, Chloe, to tell people how can they connect with you? How can they learn more about you and connect with you? Sure. You can go to my website, which is www.chloelove.com. That's C-L-O-E-L-U-V.com. It's the same thing on Instagram, on LinkedIn, and on Facebook. It's Chloe Love across the board. So you can follow me on all those platforms and see what I have coming out. And you can also message me. Uh, I, I do go live. I do uh, post tips. So if you would like for me to cover a topic, you can always inbox me, DM me, or send me a message and I will cover the tip and call, you know, shout you out on my, on my Instagram. Links will be in the show notes, folks, website, LinkedIn, Instagram, wherever you are, as well as your website, which is awesome, by the way. And we'll have a link to the, the journal page that we spoke about. This way you can grab that and any other helpful information. But Chloe, it was such a breath of fresh air to have this conversation with you. And you're in New York. I grew up in New Jersey, now in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. I think that's why we got along. Uh, maybe Absolutely. we can uh, share some good Italian food someday or something. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, folks, until next time. Uh, go out, have a positive mindset and get yourself to six or seven figures. Have a great one.